Did you know that your soul is a magnifier and the focus of your soul is huge in determining the prosperity of your soul? Tune into our broadcast today. We're going to talk about this and, and unpack that truth. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. I want to welcome you to another broadcast of Wisdom for Living where we're covering a subject about a prosperous soul. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. What is it that constitutes a prosperous soul? That's what we're covering in these broadcasts because we can discover that uh, your, your life is not going to be a roller coaster anymore. Your sick days and your broke days are over. Man, we, we're just, we've been, really been uh, opening up the Word and, and receiving uh, revelation that's, that absolutely will change your life. So uh, we're so glad that you uh, chose to be a part of this broadcast today. So uh, I do have, a, do have funny that I want to begin the, begin the program with today. And these were actual ads in a, a large newspaper uh, in, in New York. And um, so I'll, I'll share these, these funny ads. Free puppies, half cocker spaniel, half sneaky neighbor's dog. <laughs> Free puppies, part German shepherd, part stupid dog. <laughs> That's awesome. German Shepherd, 85 pounds, neutered, speaks German, <laughs> free. Um, snowblower for sale, o only used on snowy days. <laughs> uh, Nordic Track, $300, hardly used, call Chubby. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Georgia Peaches. California grown, <laughs> 89 cents a pound. A nice parachute, never opened, used once. <laughs> yeah, I want that one, don't you? <laughs> oh, these are these are real these are real ads. The best one is for sale by owner, complete set of Encyclopedia Britannica, no longer needed. Got married last month. Wife knows everything. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is too funny. Well, we've been talking about what, what, what is it that constitutes a prosperous soul? Because, listen, we know the will of God is that, is that we be healed, that we walk in healing, that we walk in health. Um, we know that God wants us to prosper uh, those of those of you like myself that have children, I mean, what do you desire for your children? You want them? Yeah, I mean, would it ever be one your will one day for your any of your children to be sick or to have cancer or some some disease? No way. Well, God is a better father to you and I than we are to our children. And He wants us well. He wants us to prosper. 
Would it, would it ever be your will for any of your children as they grow and get married for them to get kicked out of their apartment or their house or uh, to have their car repossessed or uh, where they couldn't pay their bills or they lose their job? No way. That's not your will and that's not God's will. God wants us to prosper and He wants us to be in health. And, and listen, and, and the, Lord, the Lord will get healing to us and, and financial uh, breakthroughs and miracles to us, uh, whether we have a prosperous soul or not. But the key to maintaining health and, and, and not going from miracle to miracle, needing healing to healing, uh, or you know, the key to li living a successful financial uh, life where, where you're not living from paycheck to paycheck is to have a prosperous soul. Because there's so many people that he said, 3 John 2, Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So there's a difference between needing healing and walking in health. There's a difference between needing a financial miracle and in living a life where you're blessed so that you can be a blessing consistently to others. And that's what, that's what we're talking about in these broadcasts is, is how, uh, if this is true, and it's like, man, I had this revelation one uh, morning uh, in, in July in, in, a, in a year that I'd been seeking the Lord and, and I'd been reading through a new Bible and God said, I've got, I've got new revelation for you. And I read this, and it was like bells and whistles went off. It was like a light show went off in my soul, in my heart, that you mean, you mean if, my, if, I, if I find out what, it, what, what, what causes my soul to prosper, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live consistently in a place of health and, and, and live consistently in a place of prosperity? If this verse is true, that's what that means. If you'll take the time uh, to study with me and learn with me, um, you're, you're, and learn what, a, what, what, a, what constitutes a prosperous soul, your sick days and your broke days are over. And we're, in fact, we're, I, I, I want you to get this revelation so much that uh, I've written a book called A Prosperous Soul. And I want, I want you to, if you'll, if you'll uh, look at the link below and follow uh, the directions, I want to send you this book free of charge because I believe in this revelation so much. I want you to have that. And so I'm just, I'm just encouraging you, get, get this revelation, get this understanding, and, and I, know you'll be, I know you'll be blessed by it. So, you know, we, we talked about some, a couple of the keys to uh, you know, in fact, in fact, I was asking the Lord, well, if this was so important, why, why wouldn't you write 10 chapters on it? He, he told me, he said, well, I've written a book on it. And so I just started studying uh, the Word in the, in the context of, you know, all right, what is it that constitutes a prosperous soul? And we've already covered a couple of those as coming to Jesus regularly for rest. And you can find that in Matthew 28, Matthew 11. 28 through 30. And then uh, in our last broadcast, we talked about removing judgments. Judgments establish 
a, a log jam, a dam that blocks the life flow from our, from our spirit. I want to talk to you about another uh, key to uh, that, a principle that establishes a prosperous soul. And we find that in, in Luke chapter 1 and verse 39. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste uh, into a, a city of Judah and entered into the, into the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting by Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. That's not what I want to talk about today, but that's a word for someone who's been believing for a, a miracle, who's been believing for something that hasn't happened in a long time. Blessed is the one who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of these things which were told you by the Lord. Uh, brush the dust off of your dream and your vision and your faith. God will yet bring it to pass. Get your eyes off of the clock. Get your eyes off of the calendar. You can't receive from God by focusing on either one. But then watch, look at verse 46. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. My soul magnifies the Lord. This is a huge key in understanding what it is that constitutes a prosperous soul and a huge key that will help us live a life of success, live a life of health and prosperity to understand this. Your soul is a magnifier. Your soul is a magnifier. Whatever you set the focus of your soul on will eventually totally consume and envelop your entire being and, and, and you will eventually have more of whatever you're, you're focusing, whatever you're focusing on. How many of you ever been in, a, in the presence of God in worship and it seemed like you got lost in the spirit? Uh, I'm telling you, the presence of God and, 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 you, and you've experienced some tangible uh, manifestation of God's presence or His healing power. Uh, this, this all happens uh, many times just by focusing on the Lord. Whatever your soul magnifies will determine either the release of what God has placed in your spirit or the binding up of that. And man, it is so amazing that the, this principle, you know, the 10 spies, I'll just use that example. The 10 spies went in and, and they saw uh, all the same things that, that Joshua and Caleb saw but they came back and said, we're not able to go against this people for they're stronger than we are. And we're like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so were we in their sight. But Joshua and Caleb, had the, they saw all the same scenario. They saw all the, 
same circumstances. And they said, let us go up at once and take possession for we're well able to overcome it. And that's in Numbers 13, 30 through 33. This is a picture of non-prosperous souls compared to prosperous souls. And they all had the same context and yet they saw something different. The key is whose perspective are you viewing your life and your circumstances through? The prosperous soul's primary focus is on the Lord, on His Word, rather than the present condition or state of things. And, and this results uh, in the issues of, issues of life uh, just, just uh, you know, are, are dispelled by the, by the release of life from your spirit. If, if you fail to make your soul's focus the Lord and His Word, you're only going to experience more of the same. What, whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're despising right now, if, if your focus is there, that's what you're going to get more of. It's, Jesus, Jesus is and should be our focus. Here Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. Your soul is a magnifier. And your soul is key to release the power of God in your life. In Psalm 24 and verse 7, it said, Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Here, the Bible gives the analogy of your, of your mind or your soul being like gates and doors. And again, uh, we shared earlier uh, in one of the earlier broadcasts that Jesus in Revelation 3.20, He said, Behold, I stand at the door. <laughs> I stand at the door and knock. Anyone that opens the door... And I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. He's talking to Christians there. He was talking to born-again Christians. And he said, he said, open the door and I'll come in. Well, that wasn't Jesus on the outside looking in. That was Jesus in, in, in your spirit, man, looking, Jesus on the inside looking in. And said, I want to I open the door. Open the door. Open the door. And the, the door here is, is, is our soul. He's talking to Christians there. He's not speaking to uh, on the outside in. He's on the inside wanting in. And he said, open the door. And here in Psalm 24, he said, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. This is a similar analogy. He's just saying, listen, your soul... Your soul is the door. Your soul is the gate that allows me entrance into, your, into every area of your life. He, he's saying, listen, get the, get the focus of your soul in the right place and I'm going to be able to come in. I'm going to be able to change the situation. I'm going to be able to turn the thing around. But many times what happens is we've got our focus in the wrong place and the doors 
uh, and, and the gates of our soul stay shut. And you, you can, you, can uh, focus, you get your focus on the Lord and the gates and door of your soul goes, zoop, open up. And you, you, you fo- keep your focus on the Lord. It's zoop. <laughs> or it can be, you keep your focus on your problems. It's boom. You can do zoop. <laughs> you can do boom. <laughs> I mean, it's my broadcast so I can make my own noises. But the bottom line is, is I want, I want the gates opened up so that the Lord, the King of glory can come in. It's a similar, uh, we see the similar uh, thing in, in Isaiah 26, verse 2 and 3. says, open the gates that the righteous nation which keeps truth may enter in. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So it's the same thing. He's saying, look, open the gates. Zoop. <laughs> open the gates. Zoop. <laughs> Don't keep them closed. Boom. <laughs> open the gates. by, And he, he goes on to tell you how you open the gates so that the king of glory can come in. He said, trust in the Lord and get your focus on him. He'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Wow. This is a powerful revelation. How many of you want Jesus? How many of you know if Jesus comes in in your room and in your situation and in your circumstance, he's going to turn it around. And this is a huge key to a prosperous soul. Your soul is a magnifier. And whatever you're focusing on will either close the gates and hinder the king of glory doing something about it or it'll open the gates. Man, that is, that is, that is so powerful. I remember... A number of years ago, uh, I had uh, overcome cancer, and they, they, they had removed a growth from my neck, and God gave me a word to have three men pray for me. They said it was cancerous. They said they got the pup uh, or the baby, and they needed to go get the mama, which was, they said it was thyroid cancer. They are going to remove my thyroid. They didn't know whether they could save my voice box. And I began to seek the Lord, obviously. And God told me to go have these three men pray for me. And I did. And he he said, the cancer will die, the devil will leave, and you'll be healed. And I did. And then I went and had tests run that was just to better show them how to operate. And they could find no cancer in my body. Praise God. Man, I went back to the doctor and he said, well, let's just remove your thyroid just to be safe. I said, that's like taking my heart out uh, to see if it's beating. No thanks. And so, uh, but about five years after that, we, had, we went to a water park with our children and I was at the bottom of a slide, of a water slide, waiting for one of my children uh, to slide down. And when, when they slid down, uh, their knee hit my neck here where I'd had that surgery before. And it put a big bruise on my neck and then it got hard like it had been before. And man, I was like, you know, this time I was prepared. We stood on the word. We got, we kept our focus on the Lord. Every time I saw that and it didn't go down, it just kept, stayed hard. And I, and we just started speaking to that mountain instead of speaking to God about this mountain. We spoke to this mountain about our God and how great he was, and how great he is. 
and how God healed me before, and I'm, I'm healed today. And so we, we did that for a, a two or three months, and that nothing changed. This was still hard. And we went, uh, we went to this uh, conference, and, and there was a, the Spirit of God was corporately present. It was like, it was like there was a mist of God's glory in the place. And we were singing this song, the glory is here, the glory is here. I sense his mighty presence in the very atmosphere. And we sang that for probably 10 minutes and I got lost in the spirit and I was worshiping God and focusing on the Lord. And when we finished that time of worship, uh, my hand had rubbed against this and it was this, this big knot in my neck was gone. Praise God. It was dissolved because I got my focus on the Lord. The King of glory was able to come in. And too many times we get our focus on the problems. Uh, Numbers chapter 21 uh, is, an, is an, a perfect example of, of what I'm talking about. The children of Israel had just had, in the first three verses, had just had a great miracle of God defeating uh, their enemies. And then verse of the first three verses, um, it, it, verse 3, and it says, And the Lord listened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their, and their cities. And the name of that place was uh, Hormah. And verse 4, Then they journeyed from the Mount Hor by the way uh, of the Red Sea around the land of Edom, and the soul of the people became very discouraged because of the way. The soul of the people, they just had miracle. And their soul got discouraged because of the way. We cannot afford to let the barometer of our soul rise and fall on the condition of the way. The balance in the checkbook, the rebellion with our children, carnality in our mate, uh, maybe frustration on the job, or delay of a promise in, in your life. If we'll spend time and our spiritual energy seeing to it that our soul prospers, uh, God will see to it that our way prospers. That's, that lines up with 3 John 2. But so many times what we're trying to do is we're trying to clear out the way. We're, we're trying to get all the circumstances out of the way. What God wants us to do is clear out the clutter in our souls and magnify Him. Um, I, I know a, a friend of mine whose daughter uh, had just gotten married and, and her, her husband had, had to work the graveside, graveside shift and she, and she was praying that he would get a, a job during the day because, because she was afraid of being alone at night. But God showed her, listen, you're, you're trying to pray uh, 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 the wrong way. You need to get your focus on the maker of the way instead of trying to, uh, instead of trying to get God to, to uh, change your, the circumstances in your way. Um, the, the, the children of Israel, they got their eyes off of God and, instead of looking to Him. And they got their eyes on their journey. And that led to discouragement. And so it will with you. And it wasn't until my friend's daughter, she got her focus on the Lord instead of trying to change the circumstances. 
I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to keep my eyes and my focus on you. The longer we go in our journey with our eyes on the condition of the way, the more discouraged we'll become. The soul of this people was very discouraged. That's not a prosperous soul. And that led to murmuring, complaining, rebellion, unbelief, and then, and then, it, and then it, uh, an obvious worsening condition of their souls. And then it resulted in bad health and death. And then God, then God told Moses to, to put a serpent on a pole. And, and, and they said, look, everyone who looks will live. And in Jesus, in John chapter 3, was a type of that serpent. Everyone who looks on Him, everyone who focuses on Him, will live. It's so important that we change our focus from the condition of the way to the maker of the way. Get your eyes off of your problems. Get your eyes on the Lord. Your soul is a magnifier. Get your eyes on Jesus, the maker of the way, who's able to work out the condition of the way. I just pray right now over each of you that the peace of God that passes all understanding by getting your focus on Jesus. He said, open up gates, open up you doors, and the King of glory will come in. He's manifesting himself to you right now. Your soul is a magnifier. Magnify the Lord and watch how he'll work in your life. Thanks so much for being with us on this broadcast. Discover the key to a life of health and prosperity when you read Greg's book, A Prosperous Soul. In this book, you will learn biblical truths that will help bring freedom to your life. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. Today's teaching, A Prosperous Soul, is also available in a five-part CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness, and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. Hey, I want to encourage you to go on my website, uh, gregmore.com, and you can get my book that we're giving away free. Uh, also, you can get CDs, DVDs, or USB uh, in a form of an album where you can uh, re-listen or re-watch all of these uh, broadcasts. Uh, or, or I encourage you to get on and, and purchase one for a friend of yours. Uh, my website is full of funnies. It's full of uh, quotes, uh, wisdom quotes, and great resources. Go on to gregmore.com. On our website, you'll find Greg's latest book release, free teachings, as well as many other resources. You'll be able to access his blogs, quotes of wisdom, and funnies of the week. While there, please connect with us and let us know how you or a loved one has been blessed by this ministry. To help you with your journey towards health and prosperity, Pastor Greg would like to bless you with a free copy of his book, A Prosperous Soul. Go to gregmore.com to receive your free gift today. Join us again tomorrow for more wisdom for living. Look, if God sent you to a place 
then don't go out just when things get too hard. Too many times what happens is God sends us to a place and it's not always going to be easy. They're not always going to bless you and pat you on the back and, and give you thanks. But listen, guys, we've got to, we've got to determine that we're going to serve and we're going to do it with a good heart. And we're going to do it, we're going to serve God through men that he's put into our lives without any expectation. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.